Hey, Hit Factory listeners. If you're enjoying and want even more Hit Factory, including the entirety of this episode, consider becoming a patron of the show at patreon.com slash hitfactorypod. For just $5 per month, you'll get access to our premium biweekly episodes, bonus episodes, and a lot more. Thanks for listening and supporting. Yeah, we yeah. talk about this all the time on the show, um, that there is a... Uh, an understanding of just like racism existing and like allowing that to be present in a film um, in like the way that you cast the film and also in sort of like the characters actions and dialogue that now like with this like you know emphasis on diversity oftentimes like no well, we need to make the world of the film this pristine representation of what mm-hmm. we want the world to be. Right. And we can't let there be racism in this film because there shouldn't be racism in the right. real world. <laughs> and I think that that's like, that's coming from a, a good place, obviously. But the fact that like, we have kind of like washed some of the acknowledgement of these really problematic dynamics uh, surrounding race and class out of our out of our many of our films is like you know if we're talking about dreams it's like allowing us to escape to this world that we want to exist in the real world that does not and so that obfuscation sometimes i think can defang our willingness to still try to make things better in like the meat world yeah, yeah and yeah, just yeah. instead focus on these like artifacts of culture and be like well if these things are racism free then like that's a win yeah but like if racism still exists like materially structurally you know uh outside of a film outside of a cultural artifact like that should be addressed so i think you know there are there are some problems with that <laughs> that um, emphasis. Yeah, and speaking of what this film might look like if it were made today, we don't have uh, a sterling example of that in the 2020s, but we do have a remake from 2012 uh, with Colin it. Farrell, and I've never watched it. I, I thought briefly I've about watching it. it for this. You have I've watched, watched it, it then. twice. Oh boy. I didn't even know it existed until two nights ago. It is there is no reason to watch this movie. It is I don't even remember it being like a like I I literally don't remember it. Yeah, well it, it didn't There is no subtext in the film. Like every a great thing you can do as a filmmaker is have multiple things happening at any time in a in a film. Hitchcock talks about it as um meanwhile back at the ranch. Like you right, always right, right. want to have like subtexts and ticking clocks and things developing and layering. There is nothing. There is nothing in the remake. There is yeah. nothing happening underneath any scene. Everything is just on the surface. It is just about Colin Farrell being the most divorced guy in the world. Mm, hating yeah. his wife. Okay. Yeah. It, it's not intri- like. They, they fucking shoot a 360 slow motion Matrix ripoff thing with no stakes of Colin Farrell realizing that he's a secret agent and shooting guys as the camera moves 360 through a room showing I, I have seen this. I've seen this scene before. And there's, it's, it's awful. On paper, it's like, oh, we'll see everything, man. 
you don't want to see everything in a film. A film is not about seeing. It is about you thinking you saw it. It's about the construction of it in the mind of the audience. It's like porn. Yes, yep. completely. Uh, if you show it, it's gross. If you <laughs> indicate it, it's hot. Yeah. Right? Like, I agree. Uh, Sharon Stone <laughs> undoing her thing and lying back is I still hotter. want the scene to go on longer, frankly. But yes, okay. yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. You prove my point. But yeah. you but want that's, because that's I'm imagining what's coming next, and exactly. I'm like, exactly. It's the, the titillation of is the there. mind of the audience, and that is the <laughs> best tool that a filmmaker has. And so here they have like budget. They got Colin Farrell. They've got digital technology, and it all falls flat. It's a wet pancake. Yeah. I've seen I I've seen that scene of like the edited like 360 around the room as he offs all of these faceless Ugh. guards with their guns and the just like disillusion of any sense of like impact and heft in that scene yes. is astounding like it's something that you like you said on paper would be cool to watch and interesting but the way that it it functionally operates means that it just it feels like nothing. It's like wisps. Yes. Like, you know, also it's, it's the, not even it's, interesting. It's it's a misunderstanding of the parts of cinema. So you use a moving camera like that to show the transformation of something in continuity. So it's fine to show like, um, uh, let's say you want to show the traveling of a key. You can show, you can have a long continuous shot of it changing hands you're following something while other things are happening in the background that is interesting because you're keeping track of things you're asking the audience to place something in their head if it's just whipping around and showing a guy die you don't have to have an idea you don't have to have a question where is this going you get it the second the scene starts like oh they're going to show all of it you've insulted your audience with your cool idea Tell, yeah, uh, it's it's the recall, all insult. The recall factory is not making them like they used to. No, they are not making them like <laughs> the they used to. vacations it's, that I used to buy used to be way better. That can you imagine getting the job to write or direct this this remake and just being like, like, I mean, why and yeah, I and are you? challenging yourself to do something on par with it sounds sounds no sounds like they no. aren't and they don't it's, care <laughs> it's made by legendary studio hack len wiseman who oh. is famously mr kate beckinsale um so he did a bunch of the underworld movies oh yeah he's he's like this is going to sound goofy i guess to anyone who's not a fan of the paul ws anderson but he is the poor man's paul ws anderson where he's like not even a good wife guy in yes. his like movie making where all of his movies star his wife the only maybe interesting subtext of Total Recall is that the wife that Colin Farrell hates is Kate Beckinsale yes. in 2012, it's, and they would eventually yes. divorce in 2019, him and Kate. So maybe it's like an early it's indicator of marital discontent in mm, that film. I, okay. If I divorced the director of the Total Recall remake, I would... I would love you would just she had to have delivered that line from Arnold. I mean, come on. <laughs> Consider this a divorce. Consider this a divorce. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Anyway, it's supposed to be garbage. I'm glad someone on the episode has seen it enough to dismiss it outright so none of us have to go in and pursue it. Uh Len Wiseman is the guy who's taking over uh some of the John Wick 
franchise. He's doing right. that spinoff. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be dog shit. Uh, it's b- b- bad for everybody that he's going to get to make one of those. 